Welcome to Slaking Thirsts, a podcast that's all about bringing the thirst deep within our hearts for love and communion to the heart of Christ, a divine heart, who is seeking our love and communion in return. The hope is that the two thirsts would meet and both thirsts would be slaked. It's very humbling and amazing to be in this place at the start of Lent. And to be in the place where Jesus said these words. Like as Catholics, as Christians, we hear the Beatitudes. And they just, they're, they're like, it's like that mental furniture that, that's just so taken for granted. It's like, you know how when you say a word over and over and over again, you start losing the meaning of the word? Like the word banana. Say, say banana with me. Banana, 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 Like, what are we even saying anymore? Blessed are the poor in spirit, blood is blood, poor spirit, blood is blood, blood. Imagine, though, like, imagine the crowds on this place hearing this for the first time. It would have been so shocking the inversion that's taking place. Like Jesus is calling blessed the very things that the world spurns. It's the very things that we are most afraid of, the very things that we most have a sort of anaphylactic reaction to. I don't want to mourn. I don't want to be poor. I don't want to be persecuted. I don't want to be meek. I don't want to be hungry. My God, I don't want to be hungry. I don't want to be thirsty. Many days I don't want to show mercy, the struggle to be pure of heart, the struggle to be a peacemaker. I don't want to be persecuted. I don't want to be insulted. I don't want people to utter every kind of evil against me. I don't want to be spoken falsely about. We don't want any of these. (laughs) Admit it. You don't want this. And yet here's Jesus saying, blessed. The word he uses, the Greek word, because you got to have Greek every single one of these homilies, is the word makarios. Makarios are the poor in spirit. Makarios are those who mourn. In the ancient world, in Greek literature, makarios was the word that was used to describe the life of the gods and goddesses. Theirs was the blessed life, the life of beatitude, a life that was filled with maximal pleasure and comfort free of the strictures and limits of human frailty and and limitations. And now Jesus is saying that the real Makarios are these. Why? Because this is a portrait of him. The Beatitudes are a portrait of him. If you want to know what Jesus looks like, read the Beatitudes. He's He's describing himself this is the man who is poor in spirit and i just want to have us linger on that one for a moment because the beatitudes all of them are it's almost too much to take in blessed are the poor in spiritus pneuma breath blessed are those who are breathless like this <laughs> it's a great example thank you <laughs> what he's saying is like 
We are literally even dependent on the Lord for our breath. Like, do you, do you have an awareness of your utter dependency on God, even for your breath? Most of us, I don't think so. Most of us, it's like, we're, we're, we're like three, four-year-olds who, I can do it myself, <laughs> you know? I'm going to help you tie your shoes. I can do it myself. <laughs> I can do it myself. I can do it myself. And here's Jesus saying, you are so blessed when you realize you can't even breathe on your own. And what's absolutely amazing is, is that's quite literally true. Because think about this, that I have a friend who's a doctor who was sharing with me this amazing fact that, that when you, everyone take a deep breath in. It feels like we just sucked air into our body. All that we did was expand our diaphragm. We create a pressure differential between inside our lungs and the atmosphere. And what feels like sucking air in is the atmosphere pushing air into you. All that you can do is provide an empty space and God fills it. You can't even fill your own lungs. All you can do is create the conditions for God to fill your lungs. That's wild. Imagine if you lived every part of your life with that kind of awareness of your dependency on God. It would make us slaves, right? It would make us sons and daughters. We would live in the freedom of being little. That's why, that's why Jesus points to children. Because they are, they're not shameless, they are free. You ever see, like what happens for like, picture like a, like a two, three-year-old and music starts playing. What are they going to start doing? They're going to start dancing. What happens if music starts playing for us? Some of us might dance, but most of us will probably be look, looking to see if anybody else is dancing. We look around because we have lost the freedom of the sons of God. And here Jesus is saying, I want to teach you a new way to be. That's, that's what's happening. So like Lent, Beatitudes, this place, Jesus goes up on this mountain to teach us a new way to be human. That we forgot how to be human. I said yesterday that Lent is the season of romance, of being wooed away from all of our idols to, to worship and have our hearts be reconnected to the one who actually satisfies. And all of that remains true, but it gets specified even here today where we come up on this mountain to be with the Lord who is the teacher. He's teaching our humanity. There's a, new, there's a whole new way to be. There's another way. You don't have to be like scrapping and scraping for affirmation and praise and, and your position. Like, we often live this life like shipwrecked souls adrift on the sea, clinging to anything around us because everything seems so unstable. With this orphan spirit, right? I don't know where love's going to come from, so I'm going to grasp at love everywhere I can get it. And Jesus is saying, there's another way to be. There's another way to be. I want to encourage us today, read through the whole Sermon on the Mount. Read through the whole thing. And like, beg for the grace. Because content isn't, it's not enough. Just to have the text alone is not enough. Um, this, is why, this is why, like, 
Apple gave us emojis. <laughs> All of you are like, what? <laughs> because tone, the context or the, the text itself lacks the tone. Beg Jesus, beg the Holy Spirit to help you hear the tone of the Beatitudes, of the Sermon on the Mount. What did his voice sound like? Where was the inflection points? Like when he says, when he says things like, do not, wor- do not worry about what you are to eat, or what you are to drink. Your life is worth more than many sparrows. It's a very different tone than, do not worry about what you're eating or what you're drinking. Beg Jesus to give you the tone. He's teaching us a new way to be today. So brothers and sisters, let's just pause for a few moments in silence. Let's open our hearts. Because in this place, the teacher told us how to be sons and daughters, how to be human. Amen.